Welcome, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. A very special edition. First of all, cold open, no intro music. We are uh, not recording live from the Rum Dum Studio tonight. We are at the, uh, <clears throat> what's the studio called? I don't know. The It's Schmidt Studios. We'll call it Schmidt Fieldhouse. Uh, there you go. We're live from Schmidt Fieldhouse tonight. Uh, set up at my house tonight instead of Chris's because Chris has a new home for the next few days, right? Uh, for about a week or so, you yeah. are you are in. I'm in uh, Orlando, Florida. Very nice, very nice. Because you uh, took your family down to an Orlando Magic game because they went on that uh, hot streak, and you were like, "Yeah, I just they have to hot. get my family to an Orlando Magic game." feel like if I if I didn't take Parker to a Magic game now, he may never see a hot Orlando Magic team for the rest of his life. So right. So this is his one opportunity. Right. Uh, when is he ever going to see Nikola Vucevic uh, ever again? Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, we got a little, you know, a little, we, we hit Disney up uh, two days ago. We uh, did a little Universal Studios today. I uh, made the unfortunate mistake of going on a water ride. Oh, uh, just after noon, it was hot and uh, feeling a little chafed now, man. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, so it's hot down there, huh? That must be nice. Oh, it's well, it's not hot really. It's about seventy. So. Okay. Oh, that's it was perfect. Hotter than yesterday. Oh, God bless you. That's perfect. Yes. Um. Okay. So, all right. Look, we don't want to mess around too much because we're gonna be, you know, us. We get into talking about stuff and it takes us forever. So. We're talking about the NCAA tournament, obviously. It's the anniversary show. So the anniversary show, is, right. This is the anniversary show. We started off this podcast talking about the first round of the NCAA tournament, and here we are again. Here we are. Okay, before we jump into that, really quickly, in other sports news, uh, it just was finalized this evening. They've been talking about it for the last couple of days, but Mike Trout has signed the richest contract in major league and I believe sports history, at least the the three major sports. Wow. Yes, in fact, I saw something. That, so so go ahead, give them the details. So twelve years, uh, it is it is a ten year extension onto the contract he already had. So he had two more years left. Added another ten for twelve years, four hundred. I believe it was four hundred twenty six and a half million. Uh, which or I some. Somebody said that. Somebody said 430. Everybody's kind of just saying like 430. But either way, it's about 30. I think it's like 38 and a half. Is it 38 and a half? more money than any of us will see in our lives. Yeah. Uh, he, he will make more money each game than I will make probably in my whole life. He'll, he'll probably make more money in each at bat than you do per year. I would, yes. I would agree with that. It would take me six months to figure that out, even with a calculator. But, uh, because that's how bad I am at math. But. Um, it, unbelievable, unbelievable contract. We've never seen anything like it before, and we kind of said that a couple weeks ago with Bryce Harper. Uh, just to give you an idea, just to give you an idea, he—if you take the top five uh, hockey play, pay, players and take their um, their guaranteed money off their contracts, mm-hmm. he's making more than the top five highest-paid hockey players, which are Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux. Uh, the only one I knew that was on the list was Sid Crosby, man. You know how we are with hockey. Sidney Crosby, Eric Lindros, uh, Luther yeah. Vandross. 
Dominic Hasek. Uh, Do- Dominic Hasek, Dominique Wilkins. Uh, yeah. That those are about the six or seven best hockey players right now. Um, um, Alex Ovechkin is another one, um, and uh, his grandfather Jerry Ovechkin um, is also still playing. So, uh, anyhow, the um, <laughs> uh, going going back from hockey. Uh, covering hockey that we, like we just did for a second um, to back to baseball. So, okay, Mike Trout, um, best player in baseball. You agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. And thanks, Alex. Uh, Alex Cole, 66K per at bat. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes, that is more than I make per year. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so, anyway, there you go. So let's uh, so let's let's break it down. What do you think about this? Is it good for baseball? Bad for baseball? Good for sports in general? I I I I'd always love seeing men make money and get as much as you can when you can, especially athletes, because the amount of dollars that goes into sports in the United States is ridiculous. So get your share of everything you can, and uh, yeah, good for you, bro. It is. Uh, you have slippery dogs like me spending way too much money on merchandise and tickets and all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, that's how, that's how that happens. And it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily good or bad. It's probably maybe good, but I don't think it's bad. It's just the market. It just is, you know, it, that's, that's where we're getting to. The best player is now making $430 million over 12 years. And guess what? The next best player in the, in a few years, there's going to be another best player in baseball, or that you know that's right up there with him, and he and his first contract is going to be five hundred million, and it's just exactly. gonna it's just gonna continue that way. It's just what the market is. Yes, the thing is, is is who's the next guy behind Trout that deserves to get more money than Trout? Right now, I don't know who that is because Mike Trout's the best player in baseball right now. Nick Senzel. Well, okay, uh, <laughs> let's give him five years, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm still, I'm still ready to uh, trade him to uh, Cleveland for exactly. Corey Kluber. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, we are definitely going to get in probably next week. By the way, to uh, to more baseball because we're going to be right on the right on the edge there of uh, opening day that's coming up. As a matter of fact, yep. opening day in baseball happened yesterday. I think it was. Um, uh, they're playing in Japan. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's they and the Reds don't open up. The Reds who 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 for years and years and forever were the first game played. Uh, always will have a home game for opening day. Well, used to always be the first game played. Now they play next Thursday. Like what the heck is going on? Very very strange to me. Very strange. Um, so okay, but we will we will jump into baseball a lot more next week. Uh, of course, we'll still be in the thick of the tournament, but. Uh, speaking of the tournament, that's that's where we're going. I mean, it's Listen, uh, hey, real quick, one more thing before we get to the tournament, yes. the NCAA college basketball tournament. I would just like to send a quick shout out to everybody who went out and supported the NIT tournament. Uh, Xavier Musketeers one by fourteen. I know that's my team, and I'm taking the time to shout them out. Good Nadia for you, Marshall Beast. Twenty a twenty twenty game. He had twenty one yes. rebounds in that game. I think unbelievable. Unbelievable! Great I didn't. I didn't get to see it, but uh, I did I see the score. You Offered you tickets, wouldn't take them. Right it is what it is. Well, I, and then I didn't realize it's not. I couldn't find it on TV. I don't know if it was a me problem. Only or, on ESPN three. ESPN three. That was the issue. That was the issue. Of course, the other NIT games uh, with teams that aren't nearly as good were on. 
Uh, there were NIT games all over the place tonight on ESPN2 and other regular channels that everybody gets, but not Xavier's game, ESPN3. Hey, it is what it is. I'll take it. Don't care who, don't care where they played, how they played. They won. We're continuing on. Let's make this team something special and uh, do something in the NIT. No. Okay, done with the NIT. Let's go. No, nope. you, nope. you, you brought up the NIT. I filled out an NIT bracket. I have to say something that. about it. That doesn't surprise me. You're, you're one of 30 people in the United States that filled out an NIT bracket. Yes. Yes, I am. Actually, real quick, uh, one other thing I wanted to say before we continue is uh, big thanks to Joey Schmidt, your brother, who's in your studio today uh, and has a mic in front of him. Joey, I want to know what you thought about the Xavier game. <laughs> he was uh, not quite all the way up on the mic. He was kind of sitting back, I think, watching the – Watching the uh, yeah, I didn't see it. Gotcha. All right, all right. So anyway, <laughs> let's good go. Con- let's good contribution. Thanks for working him in. <laughs> hey, there he is. Yeah. So, uh, so let's get into it. Let's just talk about it. Let's let's start into the tournament. This is what we love to do. Uh, we'll try to make this as quick as possible. There is 32 games in the first round, and we are not going to be here until you won't hear from us until the third round. So we're going to just going to try to blow through some of this real quick, give you some quick uh, ideas on what we think. We're going to also fill out our own brackets against each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the end of this show, Joey's going to have a really funny bet for us to, to make against our with our with our uh, <clears throat> bracket. I can see the gear spinning already. He's, he's going to come up with something. Um, okay, so what do you want to do? Start in the east? Let's do it, man. Start top left. Let's go east. First game, I think everybody, uh, there's pretty much nothing nothing to be said about the first game. Number one seed, Duke, takes that. You got something different, then you're crazy. I'm not even going to let you talk about the uh, Jackrabbits. <laughs> Zion, yep. R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, and Trey Jones. Trey Jones, by the way, uh, the fourth freshman of this of this quad group mm-hmm. and that kid is good i mean they wouldn't be oh. with he i like this kid a lot he's I, very I, good I, obviously rj barrett is the guy who runs that offense in that team but poor trey jones man i mean he's he's a he's he's averaging five assists a game almost 10 points and he gets left out of all the the discussion when it because he's He's in there with Reddish, Barrett, and Williamson. Uh, I feel bad for him. He's one of those guys that's going to be kind of, you know, have a good player but maybe a little underwhelming as far as uh, numbers in college until he gets to the NBA. Then his numbers will probably blow up and you'll be like, is, whoa, be, I didn't see this be, coming. He'll be one of these crazy uh, assist machine kind of guys, yeah. I think. Okay. So VCU, UCF. I, I'm, uh, I'm going I'm – going, uh, you know, I'm going VCU in this. So am I. Okay. All right. Not even well, worth talking about. Doing. Mississippi. So no Taco Fall. You're not going with Taco Fall. Nope. Uh, nope. I see. I, I think he's going to fall in the first round. You know what? I, I Actually, I think I, actually, I think I changed my pick on this. I actually took VCU. Uh, it was the junior guard. They got, they got junior guards of uh, Marcus Evans and Jenkins. They're averaging about 24 points, 25 points, 22 of them. I'm going VCU. I'm, ta- I'm changing my pick. I'm on the app right now. I just made the change. You changed your pick. Yeah, I didn't want to go exactly with you. Always go with your first instinct, though. Go with your gut. Oh, okay. okay. Not doing it. Look, okay, that's fine. I'm sorry. I got VCU. I'm staying there. Mississippi State Liberty. Any question there? Uh, let's see. Mississippi State. 
Liberty, uh, no, no. Is there a question? I took Mississippi State. Mississippi State for me. Virginia Tech, St. Louis. Virginia Tech and St. Louis. I took St. Louis in this game. Did you really? I did. And you're a scratch guy. You're a chalk guy. I am. I like to try to throw them. You know, there's always, uh, you know, what is it, at least half of the 12 seeds uh, get to the second round of this this tournament. Um, I don't think any did last year, though. You're right. I mean, we do usually see at least one 12 seed. I mean, this is a 13. This is a 4-13 game. Either way. You you got Virginia Tech, who's ACC. You're not going to let anybody out of the ACC do their thing. But I'm taking uh, they're they're third in the in the nation in offensive rebounds. Two senior guards lead the team. Uh, I'm I, you know me. I like the senior senior guard mm-hmm. play. I love defense. Um, that's that's what I base a lot of my stuff on when I'm looking at these teams, and they got it. Uh, watch this kid, Javon Bess. I think I think he's an absolute stud. And um, I, I'm calling. That, I'm calling now. I, I I'm a, I'm with you as far as teams that have seniors and teams that rebound the ball well in the tournament, um, and, and good defensive teams. And both of these teams, Virginia Tech and St. Louis, are good defensive teams. Now they're uh, I'm looking strictly points against um, per game, and they're both right about the same. But Virginia Tech played a much tougher schedule, so. Um, but and the one thing that scares me about St. Louis for them is they shoot as a team under 60%, just under 60% from the free throw line. So I think yeah. you have to make free throws too. Um, you know, the senior leadership's great, rebounding, uh, defense. If you can't make free throws, if you're in a tight game, you're going to have to make free throws. And if you're not a good free throw shooting team, that's going to hurt you, I think. I'm picking Virginia Tech in that game. Gotcha. Also, right. you know about my ACC bias. You are the most ACC biased person I've ever met in my nope. life. Nope, second uh, behind Dick Vitale. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, Maryland-Belmont. Guess what? I what picked Belmont in this game. Wow, okay. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. I took Maryland in this game, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of big guys. There's going to be a lot of big people playing in this game. Uh, uh, Maryland's got a couple big guys. Uh Belmont's got like four guys, six nine, and bigger two six eleven guys that play a lot of minutes. This is going to be a fun game, but I still feel like Maryland pulls it out. Belmont won there uh, last night. Won there Tuesday night, I guess. Uh, won their playing game. I wish yeah, I. And it was a close game with Temple all day long. It was, and Temple was good. I actually thought Temple was going to beat them. I picked Temple to beat Maryland in a bunch of the brackets I filled out. Um, yeah. I wish I would have known about Dylan Windler. Before last night, six eight guard, six eight guard, left hander from yeah. Indianapolis, one of my favorite cities in the country. Yeah. Averages twenty one and ten a game, and he's a guard, a six eight left handed guard. You, guard. My, my, my the, that's like the perfect basketball player for me. Guess who else is a six eight guard? Magic Johnson, Jalen Rose, two of my all time favorites. Jalen Rose also a lefty, a lefty six eight guard. Um, he reminds me a little bit of Jalen. He reminds me a lot of Joe Ingles uh, from the Utah Jazz, who, who's yeah. a great player. Um, anyway, uh, I, it'll be cool to see those guys see those guys play again. Um, I really, honestly, was torn here, but trying to work a few upsets in, I went Belmont here. I don't blame you. It's all right. You you, you got that one wrong, so uh, we'll go. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll find out. All right, LSU Yale. Any question there? That's an easy one, LSU. Poor Yale. They they got uh, they got one guy on that team that'll probably play in the NBA. Might be the only person from oh. Yale ever. But uh, 
I still say LSU's the LSU is the better team by far. That that SEC, those big three in the SEC this year are scary good. Yeah. Tennessee, LSU, LSU, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Everybody talks about Kentucky and Tennessee. LSU, LSU was the uh, they were the one seed, one seed in the tournament. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, first really intriguing game we've gotten to so far for me, Louisville-Minnesota. Listen, this Louisville team is as up and down of a team as you'll ever see in your life. They turn the ball over so much in the second half of the games every week, it feels like. Uh, but at the same time, they've proven that they can come out and beat the best teams in the country. They beat North Carolina in North Carolina. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of the Big Ten. Uh, it, I, I, you know, take Michigan State out of the out of the equation, and I, I just don't think there's good a, and maybe Michigan as well, but I don't think there's good a conference. I'm taking Louisville, and most of that is based off my uh, your ACC bias has nothing to do with Chris Mack. <laughs> I have a Chris Mack bias as well, um, so I, I took Louisville as well. Uh, like you said, they were a little up and down. They have 13 losses, and they went 10 and 8, but they went 10 and 8 in the ACC. And because of that, they played the fourth toughest schedule in the country this year. So I yep. think I'm a huge strength of schedule guy, and a lot of that has to do with your conference, which is why I usually am big on the ACC. But uh, but Louisville, I, I just Chris Mack has had some awesome success in the tournament too when he was at Xavier, um, and he's got you know well this is his first year, so he doesn't really have his recruits in there yet. But once he gets his guys in there, this team is going to be a perennial elite eight team i'm telling you once once you know over the next few years they're going to start going and chris yeah, mack's going to have those guys good, in there all right all right good for him yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> and uh travis Steele will have uh the Xavier musketeers in the nit <laughs> and uh so michigan state bradley any question there no no i think that's pretty simple michigan state that's easy now uh do we want to go all the way down to the final to the final four no. to the representative of the east like we want to go uh, second I, I round. Say we do, let's do the second round of the East, and then we'll just let we'll just we'll say our final four at the end. Okay, right. Because then we'll be back next week to talk about the Sweet Sixteen and the and Elite, the Elite Eight. Eight. Exactly. Okay, so second round. So uh, we both have Duke VCU. Yep. You like Duke there. I like Duke there. No question about it. That's, it's just simple, simple math. This Duke team's ridiculous. They're gonna blow through this bracket just to give you a hint of what I think is gonna happen. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, you have Mississippi State, St. Louis. I have Mississippi State, Virginia Tech. Do you have Mississippi State? Well, or do you have St. Louis no. making another upset? No, I got I got St. Louis as that is as a little bit of a surprise Sweet Sixteen team. Okay, let's uh, let's have some fun with it. If we're gonna go, if we're gonna do it, let's go all out once again. I love the 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 two senior guards. Uh, I know you don't like the free throws that come out of it, but I, I like two senior guards, a lot of offensive rebounds. Um, Let's do it. Okay. And I've got Virginia Tech winning that game, so we both have Mississippi State losing. If there's a, if there's common ground there, that's that. Um, that's that. Uh, so down to uh, Belmont LSU. Belmont LSU. You have Maryland uh, LSU. I, I have Maryland LSU. It doesn't really matter to me because LSU's winning that game no matter who it is. I've got uh, LSU there as well. Uh, then you have uh, – you know what? I was incorrect. I had all these great things to say about Louisville – in this bracket, I picked Minnesota to beat them. Um, wow! I did. I just, I just realized I messed that up. Um, so I did pick Minnesota in this bracket. Now, after we're all done picking these things, I want to talk to you about 
about filling out brackets and and some of your philosophy on that stuff. But well, uh, let, let's let's do this. Let, who who do you got? Who do you have in the uh, Minnesota Michigan State game? So I have Michigan State in that one. All right. Well, I got Louisville. So uh, let's have some fun. Okay. All right. So that'll be a big difference between us. So let's talk about this because you just said that you have uh, you do not have or that you have another bracket filled out. How many brackets do you fill out? <laughs> I have eight. I have eight that I have filled out and submitted into various uh, pools. Uh, plus, and if you how, if you how add, much they, do they actually differ? Not a lot. Overall, not a lot. But I do so many because I try to come up with as many variations as I can. Different upsets, different, you know, and then even when you get down into the Sweet 16, Elite 8, when, you, when I start weeding out some of those uh, Cinderella types, uh, for lack of a better term, um, you know, you weed some of those out and you stick with the, you stick with the blue bloods and other, uh, another, uh, 100%. term that I, I want to stop you, saying, but you get, you get to the sweet 16 after that. Let's, let's be honest. You might have some craziness, but by the time you get to the elite eight and the final four, it's you're, 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 you're sitting on, on one to one to four, one to five seats. Right. So now how many brackets have you filled out? So this has been an off year. So I am, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, this, it's the kids spring break. I'm in Florida, uh, with the, with the family, not a ton of time to do a bunch of stuff. I've, I filled out, uh, a total of three different brackets and I've put them into multiple different places besides just the three, but I've only got three different brackets filled out right now. Okay. And, and because, okay. So normally if you're at home, normally, Normally, if I'm at home, I have about 14 brackets. Every one of them differ <laughs> in different ways. Most of them are pretty close to the same. But, yeah, I'll fill out 13 to 15, 16. I get in as many bracket pools as I can. I print them all out. I got my highlighters. I sit there. You know what I do. I sit there with my Girl Scout cookies, my tagalongs. My, my, I got you know five, six boxes of tagalongs, gallon of milk, and I like to do for when I when it get to to dinner time, I like to do a little La Rosa's baked royal. But uh, oh. you know, I got I got a little routine usually uh, for the tournament. But I got my highlighters, you know, you know, one color for good, one color for bad, and uh, it's my favorite thing to do. So you still do the highlighters, the print them out. Yeah, one hundred percent. I like to just have that in front of me. I like to have a whole bunch of yellow on there, yeah. and not a lot of blue, purple, red, whatever other highlighter color I'm using. I I used to do. I mean, I did that for years too, but now I mean it's so easy and it keeps your score for you and everything. And I think I think I lost interest in doing the highlighters and keeping it all hard copy because I was I worked somewhere for years and years where and every year I was in charge of of the of our work bracket so i had to so i had 30 or 40 brackets i had to score every day of the tournament and it just got to be where i was just so sick of it so the last couple years i was there i was like and there were a lot of people you know a lot of older people and stuff that were like didn't know how to get on the computer and log in and do a login and 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 create a profile and fill out it so they wanted to stay and the, for the for a couple of years, I was like, okay, just give them to me, and I can submit them online or whatever. Last couple of years, I was like, if you're not, if you don't get online and do it, forget about it. You're not invited. I like it. That's good. See, because I still, if I were to do it, I'd hand people a handwritten bracket, and I'd say, hand it in to me. I love that kind of shit. Stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so 
Okay, so we are uh, we are through the first two rounds of the East. Now, you wanted to, I think, starting now for the last three, you wanted to play a, a game. Is that correct? Okay, so here's the deal. So, so I got a little game for you, and I'm going to let you choose how we do this. I got four teams, all right? Okay. Four teams from each bracket. You either have to name mascots or the state they're in. You got to tell me beforehand because I, oh. I some of them are switched up. Uh, so you tell me, what do you think you would know better? Would you know the state the team plays in or the mascot? I'm going to have to say the state is probably what I would know better, especially if you're going All right, if you're going we're, those. Go ahead. We're, we're, we're going to start it off. We're going to do this quick. In the okay. East, Liberty. Liberty, I'm going to say, is in uh, Maryland or Washington, D.C. Close. Very close. Very Virginia, close. maybe. In Virginia. Lynchburg, Virginia. Belmont. Belmont. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I feel like they're an East Coast team. Um, I'm, I'll say uh, Massachusetts. Wrong again. Tennessee. Nashville, oh, Tennessee. Okay. All right. How about oh, okay. Bradley? How about Bradley? Bradley Braves, I can tell you the mascot on that one. Um, Good job, because you should have done mascots. You would have got that one right. (laughs) Now, where are they from? Bradley is from um, uh, Wichita. Wrong. Wichita is not a state. Peoria, Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) I would not have gotten Bradley. Um, Okay, next one. Yale. I can't get an easy one. Yale is in... They're an easy one in there. Yale is in Massachusetts or New York. Connecticut. Connecticut. for 4 to start it off. North, I love it. N- northeast. I knew it was northeast. You're good. That's all right. I love this. I love this. <laughs> I don't love this so far. All right. That's it. That's what I okay. got. That's the first round. So let's go into the uh, Let's go into the West. Okay. All right. First, uh, so you want to go through our our picks first and then do the game. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. let's, let's, let's do it. You you have Gonzaga beaten Fairleigh Dickinson, right? I do, I do, believe it or not. Who do you have in the Syracuse-Baylor game? Syracuse-Baylor, I got Syracuse. So do I. Okay, we can okay. move right past that just, one. All right, that makes it easy. All right, Marquette, Murray State. I went ahead with Marquette, even though right. I'm tempted. I'm a big Marquette fan. They struggled a little bit at the end of the year, but this team is legit. And they can score with the best of them. They can run up and down, and they can also play a little defense. So I like them a lot. It's going to be a very exciting game. You have Marcus Howard, big-time scorer from Marquette, and uh, John Morant, uh, probably a top three or four pick, they're saying, in the draft from Murray State. Uh, Also a big-time scorer, highlight, human highlight film. Um, So that'll be an exciting game. But we both picked Marquette there. Florida State, Vermont. Florida State. I got Florida State as well. Buffalo, and uh, Arizona State was beating St. John's last I looked. So uh, we'll just say Buffalo or Arizona State or St. John's. Uh, it is official that it – no, it's not official. Sorry, I just can uh, – it is not official. That game is right dead smack in the middle. But I li- – see, I like St. John's. So do and I. St. John's, I'd like to take St. John's over Buffalo. Buffalo's 31-3. and three. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona State is currently up by seven uh, with four minutes left. Probably if it's Arizona State, then I'm going with 
Buffalo. Okay, so that game is far from over. If it's seven points with four minutes left, that's yep. that's not over. But I'm gonna I, in the bracket currently. I have Buffalo. Okay, and so do I. Now, if St. John's, uh, if St. John's beats Arizona State, I'm gonna root like heck for St. John's because I always do anyway because I love their coach. Um, even though I don't think he's a, I, I, from what I hear, he's not a good coach. He's uh, not a very good basketball coach. He's a great basketball player. Chris Mullins, one of the best shooters in. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, where did he play at? Golden State? Golden, Golden State. State. Well, he played at St. John's and then, yeah, Golden State, Indiana, a few places. Um, so, anyway, I did take Buffalo, though, in this bracket. Yeah. So, uh, and, so and by the way, Buffalo. you mentioned 31 wins. I don't care what conference. I'm a big conference guy, strength of schedule guy. I said that before. If you have 30 wins, no matter what conference you're in, that catches my attention. It's hard to win 31 games in a regular season. That's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, like you said, I don't care who you are. It doesn't happen every year, so it's obviously not something you know in those in these different places. These guys got to be good. They are good, um, and, and it's. I think. I think. Uh, I, I. I think they have a good chance against a, a team like Arizona State. Yeah, and they were. A, they were. You know, they're in a small conference, but they were. Uh, they were a top twenty-five team. So um, you kind yeah. of talked about Wofford in the same way. You know, if they didn't win yes. their their conference tournament, they probably still would have would have gotten in so exactly um this next game hurts my heart because it's texas tech versus northern kentucky university and i want to root like heck for northern kentucky uh but i i i mean in a lot of cases i have texas tech in the elite eight in most of the in most of the uh brackets i filled out so i do have texas tech beating nku i i took texas tech in this i i did take nk nku in another bracket that i picked Mostly because when you got a senior big man, uh, that's the one thing that usually hurts these high-seeded teams like 14s, 15s, 16s. They're just overmatched by bigger, longer teams, and they have the ability to play with them. Uh, but I am going to take Texas. They are. Uh, the one uh, silver lining for Northern Kentucky, uh, probably the wrong term there, but um, they outscore Texas Tech. 79 points a game for NKU uh, to 73 points a game for texas tech so much 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 better offensive team obviously northern kentucky i'm just grasping at straws here now uh they're gonna get whooped. <laughs> they're gonna get destroyed uh okay so moving on to uh nevada florida this is kind of an interesting one too what do you have here so in this game i got florida this was tough for me yeah uh this is a, this is just a game this is a game where you can flip a coin at this thing and you know give it your best shot I, I really don't know who the better team in this is uh, or who has the best chance, but I'm taking Florida just because they got to play. They got to run through the SEC, and that's tough enough. So uh, I'm taking them over Nevada. Okay. Um, and yeah, they did play definitely in a stronger conference. Like I said, I'm big on that. Now, this is a case where I, I agreed with you before about experience. Nevada has. A ton of experience. They are the most experienced team in the tournament, I believe, or the second most experienced team. So they have a bunch of seniors. Their key guys are seniors. Um, they were they were there last year. Uh, they have they've played in the tournament before. They won were, a game, won games in the tournament. What's that? Yeah, one game. Right, right. Um, they're uh, they were twenty nine and four overall. They they almost made that that thirty win mark. Um, and, and Florida kind of struggled in the SEC. I mean, they, you know, the SEC was tough. The SEC was good. Um, but I don't know. I just, uh, Nevada puts up 80 points a game. 
they hold they you to six signed. to six. It's yeah, they've right. It's like you said, they they they're led by. I mean, they have uh, they they have five seniors on their team that play, four that play regularly, and then the next guy that starts is a junior. So they're starting uh, four seniors and a junior. Usually, the first senior off the bench. Uh, it's 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 not a deep team as they're playing basically playing about seven guys uh seven to eight guys uh in every game but i don't i don't know you you got the twins the the martin twins that have been there with the goofy hair and i never know who's who um yeah yeah, jordan Jordan carolina they've got yeah they've got some some experience there so anyway, that's yeah. I'm I'm with you. I still take in Florida. But okay. I do like Nevada. I, if you if you're out there and you want to take Nevada, I would take them in a heartbeat. Uh, I, I think that's a tough one. It doesn't matter who you take because both teams are going to lose to Michigan in the next round. This Michigan team is very good. So I took Nevada in that game. I took Michigan, and in seven of the eight brackets I filled out, I took Michigan to win this game. In this one, the one that you and I are in. I took Nevada to upset Michigan. Wow. So you took Nevada to upset Michigan. What what's your premise on that? Is it the senior leadership, the the fact that they've been there, done that, all that stuff? I th- I think so. I don't know. I was just intrigued enough. Um I, I maybe I had a uh, a uh, one too many uh chocolate milks or something when I was filling this out or I don't know what it was, but what you had cuz I know you didn't have anything else that had liquor in it. Nope. Nope. Uh, just strictly chocolate milk, mm-hmm. um, or I'll uh, I, I actually alternate. Sometimes I'll go chocolate milk root beer right back to back chocolate milk root beer, um, oh, that's and then uh, yeah no and then once in a while I'll kind of mix them. I'll throw it in the blender, mix them together. Um, so I but yeah I did I I took Nevada and I just I don't know it, it's just kind of a little hunch or something I had while I was filling this out. Uh, and I had Michigan in the final four in a couple brackets I filled out, but this one I just went ahead and, and went with Nevada. Switch it up a little bit. So so let's just go right back up the ladder here then. Buffalo, Texas Tech in the second round. Who do you have there? Buffalo, Texas Tech. I got Texas Tech winning that game. So do I. All right. Um, and then so then uh, Marquette, Florida State. I think we both had that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Marquette fan. I got I got Marquette in that game. I like Marquette. I I really like Florida State. Florida State fools me every year. Um, they as soon as I think they had a just okay season, I'll uh, I'll not put them in. But when I think they're going to be good, because they're always really long, really athletic. They're always just a really big long they are. team. They're always like all six eight to six ten with like seven foot thirty wingspan. Yeah, and they're all like swing men, and they're just like it. They it, it's it's more like an NBA team, but they just yeah. for whatever reason they don't always play like that. Um, so, but that I'm such a sucker for that kind of stuff. So. I went ahead and took Florida State to uh, to beat Marquette. Florida State actually looked really good in the uh, in their conference tournament. So um, I I don't know. I just just right. a, just a feeling about Florida State. Sounds good. Uh, so then we have Gonzaga Syracuse. Uh, I think we both got the same there, Gonzaga. Yep, sure did. Now right. it, it wouldn't blow me away if if Gonzaga had trouble maybe with two three or something like that. But They're still not going to lose this game. Probably not. Probably not. Gonzaga is one of, and I, I've been sitting on this for like a week now, but I did see somewhere where um, for the last, uh, what was it, last, since 2002, 
um, the top 20 teams. So every NCAA champion was top 20 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. The, uh, the 10 teams that are that this year, Virginia, Gonzaga, Duke, Michigan State, Carolina, Michigan, Kentucky, and Houston. That that just and, I really liked that. And and also also four of the last five national champion champions lost in their conference tournament. Boom! I feel like Gonzaga okay. just won the. I just feel like Gonzaga just won it all. Hint 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 hint. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, all right. They gotta. I mean they. They gotta play Duke before the championship game, you know. They they, they beat them once. Why not do it again? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, like October or something. But sure. I don't uh, care when. <laughs> okay, so let's. Uh, right. Oh, we gotta do the West. So here's your game. So so go what ahead. Are you doing? You doing mascots this time, or are you going with states? Again? Let's go states again. I'll do right, mascots on the other two on the on the other side. All right, Farley Dickinson. Oh uh, yeah, that's in. Uh, that's in uh, Dickinson County, uh, Maryland. It's in Dickinson County. Now, I could be wrong, but I got Madison, New Jersey for this. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That was going to be my that was my second guess. That was your next guess. All right. Murray State. This is a this is a this is a this is a uh, it's an easy one for you. Ohio. Kentucky. Kentucky Murray. is it a, is it yes. Kentucky? Yes. I don't know where Murray State is. I knew, it was a, I knew I knew I knew it was around here. All right. All right. Here is the true easy one. Marquette. That's in Wisconsin. All right. Baylor. That's in Texas. This is a tough one for me because every team is like has a state in their name. So it made it difficult in this round. So anyway, congratulations. Yep. You finally got two right. <laughs> uh you're you're two for eight. So let's <laughs> let's do you want to go back? You want to go over to the top? Pathetic. To the top? Yes, let's go to the south. South it is. Okay. Uh Virginia, you have Virginia in the first game. Gardner Webb. Yes. Uh, no repeat of last year. Not going to happen. Get it out of your mind. No, nope. it's not going to happen. Correct. Uh, Ole this Miss. Virginia team has learned. This Virginia team's out for blood this year. The only team they're losing to is Tennessee. Sorry. Oh, interesting. I'm, man, okay. I'm just throwing all my. I'm throwing all okay. my. Okay. Boy, you don't keep a secret very well. Uh, <laughs> Ole Miss, Oklahoma. Who you got there? Ole Miss, Oklahoma. Uh, I'm going with Oklahoma in this game. Okay, this is kind of a tough one too. Um, I went ahead with Mississippi in this one. Um, they were they were a surprise team. I think they were picked to uh, to finish last in the SEC, and they actually had a pretty good year. Their coach was uh, was SEC coach of the year. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I'm going to pick them to win one game here, and then probably get hammered by Virginia. They put some points up. I'll tell you that, and they are a pretty good free throw shooting team, almost eighty percent on the, for the, as a team. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not fabulous, but Oklahoma, that's pretty good as a team. Yeah. yeah 69% for Oklahoma. So if you're into that kind of thing, that's a, uh, there you go. I am into that kind of thing. Uh, Wisconsin, Oregon. So Wisconsin, Oregon, I'm taking Oregon, the Oregon ducks. Once again, the big 10 is just one of those, one of those, uh, it's one of those conferences I'm not super impressed with. I still have a bad taste in my mouth. I was, was going to say that. To us, uh, <laughs> three years ago now. I guess it's been three years now. Um, I still got a bad taste in my mouth there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm never going to be a Wisconsin fan. I, I'm going to dislike Wisconsin forever. Probably <laughs> the same the same way I just dislike the Big Ten in general. Okay. 
Um, I did pick Wisconsin here, but I, I picked Oregon and a few other brackets I filled out. And Oregon, I think, is I think this is one of the more popular upset picks. I feel like a lot of people are feeling Oregon right now. Um, so I, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's a 12, five and these 12 seeds just do it every year. Consistently. You got to find the ones that you're going to go with and take them. Yes. Um, so yep. I, I, you know, Oregon did have a nice year. Um, they're pretty, they're really pretty evenly matched as far as like points for and against. Um, they, Wisconsin doesn't shoot free throws real well. Uh, another, I, I, I just told you I'm into that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, Wisconsin's usually a, a grind it out, slow it down, uh, you know, slow pace, play a bunch of good defense, and then and then uh, pass it around for a while and throw it into a big guy or shoot a three. I guess everybody shoots threes now, but um, so not not the most fun thing to watch. But Oregon, if they can speed it up, though, that's going to be in their favor. So I'm picking Wisconsin for this one. Uh, I don't blame I'm, you on I'm Oregon, take, though. I'm taking I'm, – I'm going to tell you the real reason I'm taking Oregon is because Manute Bull's probably going to be in the crowd. And uh, I, I just – I find that I find that fun that his son played like four games, averaged 21 points a game, and at, then gets hurt, and now he'll be a top-10 pick in the NBA. Well, that will be amazing because it will be Manute Bull's ghost because oh, the man is, is deceased. <laughs> son of a gun. Manute Bull's dead. Yeah, I know. I know. Man, I I'll tell you what. I wake up and and have a little cry about it every morning. Well, Bull 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 will be there in his dad's presence, and uh, good for him. Dang, God, man, that just broke my heart. All right. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Do we? Can we? Should we continue? I don't. I mean, do we just? I feel like we might. Do we just stop podcast. doing the podcast like forever now? Podcast or because Manute Bull's dead. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Listen, we uh, had a good run. It just it some was. things just come to an end. <laughs> Until I can get Bull Bull to come on the podcast, um, uh, when that when I can finally when I get him on, then we'll come back. You know what? You got Adam Baum on. Anything's possible, man. We got we got celebrities all over the place. We got blue check marks on the Twitter all over the place. That's right. All right, let's jump down to Kansas State, UC Irvine. You have Kansas State here, correct? I do. So do I. Uh, how about Villanova, St. Mary's? Another interesting one here. Normally, this would be an interesting one for me because of the way Villanova's been playing here lately. Mm -hmm. This St. Mary's team kind of squeaked their way in. I mean, yeah, they beat Gonzaga, which is a huge win out there. Um, But at the same time, it's not the same St. Mary's uh, that you've been used to over the last five years. That's Mm -hmm. that's that's a good, a really good basketball team. This is I mean, it's not that they're bad, but it's just not the same team that you're used to seeing i still feel like villanova's got enough firepower with pascal and booth to take them down i'll tell you who does have st mary's winning this game patty mills oh patty mills does yeah i can't imagine why (laughs) um i did go ahead and pick villanova here i was tempted also now i don't want to get i don't want to get too crazy about st mary's because of that gonzaga win you just mentioned that Uh, because you're right i totally agree with you St. Mary's has been a really good team for a while. They're they're the second best team pretty much every year in the West Coast Conference. And Villanova has actually been down a little bit, even though they were probably still the best team, uh, them or Marquette, in the uh, the Big East. But uh, you're right. The way they played kind of at the end of the year, um, you know, Xavier beat them. Not that, you know, I mean, Xavier was playing great at the time too, but – they just they didn't look as good as they have, and of course they've won two two national championships in three years or whatever. So, 
um, yeah. they're they're not going to be that good forever. So, but so this is a little tempting. But I I did go ahead with Villanova. All right, so we got the same one there. You got it. Do you have Old Dominion winning beating Purdue? I do not. I have Purdue. Okay. We're good there. Okay, yeah. now here's 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 one for me. Iowa and UC. Mm-hmm. I am a I am a you know uh, a Big Ten hater. Okay. I except for I Purdue, you love Purdue against Old Dominion. Be- I struggle with this game, and it's not because I'm not a UC fan. It's I'm I'm always looking for upsets. It's a seven ten that's in there. Uh, I, I uh, UC is going to be in Columbus playing this game mm-hmm. right up the road. Home game. What are you taking? I'm taking UC here, and I, I'm with you. It's not a it's not a slam dunk. It's not a guarantee. It's a seven ten any seven ten game. I don't care who the teams are. Any seven ten is really there's no upset. If Iowa beats UC, it's not an upset. Eight nine games and seven ten games are not upsets. Um, no. So it wouldn't and be an upset. It's, but it's I do an think early game. It's the first game on Friday. Yeah. Uh, I, I I just don't like it. I'm I I am taking Iowa, and and I know that I'm going to hear it from all my <laughs> all my UC buddies that I just I'm hating on UC. That is not it. I think this UC team is very good. Mick Cronin's teams have a tendency to go out in the first or second rounds in the tournament. It is what it is. Um, this team wasn't expected to be anything special this year. They were just sp- supposed to be a decent team. And, and they've come out and played really well. They come from behind so well. You can never count them out, and their defense keeps them in every game. But I, I, this is my this is just an upset I'm taking. Okay. All right, so I got Cincinnati. You have Iowa there. Any question on Tennessee Colgate? Uh, no, no question there. Right. Okay. So we'll start down there. So uh, it would. So it wouldn't have mattered if UC wins anyway, because Tennessee's beaten whoever wins that game in Iowa, either Iowa or UC. I agree with you. So then although it would be fun to watch a UC defense go up against uh, a Tennessee team that's out there. Um, I, so you know it, it, that would be kind of fun to watch, but no, I still say I'm still going. Uh, you know, Tennessee scoring 82 points a game, right? So that would be that would be pretty ridiculous to see them against the UC defense to see how that would go. But I I, I think they'd be UC or Iowa. I agree with you. Yeah, there's a 20 point difference there where, where Tennessee puts up 82 and UC holds people to 62. Um, so right. that is that's always that those are fun matchups. They're really good defensive versus really good offensive teams. Um, okay, so uh, Villanova Purdue. Nova, Nova Purdue. We both got Nova Purdue. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is here you go. I'm not a Big Ten fan, even though I took Iowa in the last game. I'm not a Big Ten fan. I think Nova with just the just the pure uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for the that they've been there, they've done this mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, uh, experience. Thank you. Just the experience of it all. I'm taking them over Purdue. They don't go any further than that. Um, I have Villanova in this game. I don't have Villanova in this game in all of the brackets that I filled out. I have Purdue in a lot of them. Um, I, I don't know. I I'm honestly, I'm honestly torn. I mean, I'm really kind of 50, 50 on this game. Um, uh, but I went ahead and went with Villanova. I think they're just going to, because they do have between Pascal and, um, and, uh, they're, uh, of course. thank you. Um, you know, their experience there, um, those guys were on, you know, the, the national championship team last year, uh, among a couple others. Um, they, I don't know. I think they're just going to tournament time. I think they're just going to turn it on. 
Uh, they're going to forget about how they've played down the stretch here, and I think they're going to at least make it to the Sweet 16. There you go. All right. That so, sounds good to me. So uh, Wisconsin – I have Wisconsin-Kansas State. You have Oregon-Kansas State. Real quick, big thanks to uh, Mr. Tyler Roop with uh, the cheap spe- the cheap seats on UCLA Radio every Wednesday, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific time. Just gave us an update. Arizona State has beaten St. John's. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, also, um, let us know that the NIT stands for not important tournament. Uh except for when Xavier's in it, most important the, tournament. It's the MIT yeah. now. No, no, it's still the NIT. It's the uh, notoriously important tournament. Ah, okay. I like that one too. You I couldn't think of any other experts. Yeah, I got to keep the N in there. Uh, all <laughs> you right, couldn't so think you of any – never mind. I don't want to – never mind. I don't want to address what you just said. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, you have Oregon. Kansas Can- State. Kansas State. You have we Kansas State winning. We both have that. Oregon in this game, right? Nope, I have Wisconsin. Okay, so you got Wisconsin, Kansas State, K State. I got Oregon, K State. Uh, I I got Kansas State in this game. Uh, that's just because I have them going up against Oregon, and I I think that's a one that's a one round team. As do I. I have Kansas State in this one. Uh, they are an incredible defensive team. They're very very good defensively. Um, any anybody that holds opponents, and you played in the Big 12, uh, not the best uh, in the country, but but there are some some really good teams in the Big 12. It's one of the Power Five conferences. So um, just under 66 a game. Yes, they. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, they score that oh, many, sorry. but they sorry, hold under, they hold teams to under 60. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's I I love that number. Um, now Wisconsin's not too far. They hold people to 61. But so both two good defensive teams here. Um, and really, neither team is a great offensive team. In fact, Kansas State's not very good offensively at all. But they do have a few good players uh, who can score. So if they get hot, you know, they'll shut you down and they'll uh, they'll score enough to win. I think both of these teams are kind of like that. They're going to be yeah, good defensively all the time, and they're just going to have to try to outscore you one way or another. Uh, so, Barry but I Brown, did take Barry, Barry Brown Jr. the kid for is the kid for uh, Kansas State. Uh, that's that's really fun to watch. Um, he's their best. He's averaging 15 a night. That's their that's their go-to. He'll have the ball at the end of the game in his hands and won't touch many other people. Yeah, and same way with Ethan Happ with uh, Wisconsin. So you exactly. know, we'll, we'll get exactly. a we'll get a good uh, maybe we'll get a good back and forth between those guys. All right, All right. Virginia, Virginia, and either you have Oklahoma, I have Ole Miss. Does it matter? It's Virginia's win. It does yeah. not matter. We have Virginia. So now let's go straight to the game. Uh, I will I will do mascots in this one. You're going mascots for, in the South. All right, here we go. The uh, the Gardner Webb. I knew you were going to start with that, you slippery dog. I pretty much took all six teams. <laughs> oh. Gardner Webb. Gardner, it's the uh, Gardner Webb Spiders. So you would have been uh, fine going with just the most common nickname ever. They're the running bulldogs. Oh, bulldogs. Okay, yeah. but running, well, running. They're running. No, no G. Let no me tell G. you. Okay, okay. No G. Run in bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, which is a little bit different from running bulldogs. But either way, bulldogs don't run well because they have fat bodies and little tiny legs. Um, so that's why Gardner loves the 16. Exactly. What is your next uh, mascot? Old Old Dominion. Old Dominion running. Uh, the Old Dominion running 
scallywags. Oh, scallywag tag monarchs. <laughs> okay. They All right. The, All right. The running scallywag tag monarchs. Go ahead. The 15 seed Colgate. Ah, Colgate fresh breaths. Uh, <laughs> Raiders. Colgate Raiders. The Colgate right. clean teeth. Last one. Last one. St. Mary's. Oh, the St. Mary's. Oh, hold on. No, I do know this one. Hold on. Yeah, you do. Uh, St. Mary's Gales. Yes, they are. And uh, they're not the only Gales in the tournament. Yeah, I know. Um, hold on. Um, uh, Gail Kramer. Gail Kramer is a lady I knew when I was a kid. Gail um, Kramer. All right, let's go. Straight down. Mrs. Kramer. Mrs. Kramer was my teacher in fourth grade. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. Down in the Midwest, you got you got UNC. Is anybody does, does anybody dumb enough not to take North Carolina in this game? Sure, hope not. All right, because the Iona uh, Ionas, I can't say who they are because I'm not giving away <laughs> what could possibly be the uh, the question. Uh, yeah, that's that. There's nothing to say to that. It's it's UNC. Absolutely. Okay, Utah, Utah State, Washington. This is tough. This is tough because Utah State. I think some all people don't know how good they are. All the seven tens are tough. Yeah. This is what. Yeah. Uh, and this one is. I'm torn. I I kind of went actually kind of went fifty fifty on this in the brackets that I did. But for this one, I did I did take Utah State. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna have a, a, most of the point differences uh with us against each other is going to be in these first couple rounds because we've got quite a few because mm-hmm. i took washington okay um they they yeah that's that's just who i took i took washington okay i, I like utah state puts up a lot of points um so they do they score almost 80 points a game right 80 points a game but uh you know they're they're playing in the the mountain west conference so mm-hmm. you know it's not quite the pac-12 Right. Uh, and Washington was the best team in the Pac-12 this year. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard for me to take the best team in a Power Five conference against the second best team in the Mountain West conference. Yeah, and there are a couple of decent teams in the Mountain West, and the Pac-12 is probably Tyler's going to kill me for this, but you know the Pac-12 is probably at the bottom of the Power Five to, in basketball, at least. Yeah, um, sure. Although they had a few good teams, anyway. Um, and Washington was right up there. Washington, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all. They could easily win this game. But I just like, you know, Utah um, Utah State is uh, – their net rank is 29th um, and Washington's 45th. So, I mean, that factors in a lot of different things. So, you throw strength of schedule out, I guess, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, uh, Utah State, I, I guess, is a little bit higher ranked technically. Um Anyway, Utah State down to Sam, Auburn. New Ma- Sam Merrill, 21 points a game. That kid will be fun in this game. Fun to watch to see what he can do in this game. Yes. Uh, Auburn, Al- New Mexico Auburn, State. New Mexico State. I, I, I went ahead and took Auburn. Um, they won the uh, they won the SEC tournament. Won the SEC tournament. They're hot. They're, they're mm-hmm. a team coming in hot. Uh, you got Bruce Pearl uh, running, the, running the sidelines for you. He's a maniac. Uh, that dude is absolutely crazy. In fact, there's only one coach in all of college basketball that I think uh, gets more airtime during a game than him, and that's Coach K with Kentucky because sometimes they have split cameras just on Coach K during the game, and they are on Bruce Pearl just as much. 
<laughs> Does Calipari spell his name with a K now? <laughs> I'm sorry. Coach K? I'm sorry. You said Did Coach K for K? Kentucky. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. I just wow. had to. It's it, it, it Calipari with a K. Just that, look. It's been a long day. I walked around Universal for twelve hours a day. My, oh, I, I, socks, I can't imagine. Shoes all day, chased out of my mind, walking like a duck uh, or a, or a penguin. It's it's been a rough day. Uh, there you go with, there you go with Oregon that. again, talking about the ducks. Okay, <laughs> so we uh, <laughs> I think we agree on Auburn there. Kansas, Northeastern. Yep, I've got I've got Kansas. Kansas is an up and down team, but I do too. Iowa State, Ohio State. Iowa State, pretty easily, I think. I I completely agree with you. Um, yeah, those are those six eleven matchups are really enticing to uh, possibly pick upsets. Not in that one for me. No. Houston, Next. Georgia State. Houston. I got Houston too. Uh, like now, I said, this is one that'd be fun because this Georgia State team, uh, they got the they got the old guy who falls over and breaks his. Is right. the guy who breaks his broke his broke his leg or something like that? <laughs> Ron Hunter, yeah. Air. Yeah, his son was the uh was the best player on his team for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it it doesn't really matter. This is not the same. I mean, they're still really good team, but Utah is I think or Utah. Houston is a phenomenal team. Um and they deserve the three seed they got. Yes, they are one of those teams that are that are top twenty in the country, both uh, offensively and defensively, so that uh, that does it for me. Now, may, maybe one of the, maybe the most interesting game in the first round of the tournament. Maybe Wofford Seton Hall. I completely agree with you in this, and it is hard for me to to say this because I love Walford. I like this team a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh Seton Hall is a team they've already beat Kentucky once this year. They've they've beat uh they they they've they're just a, a a team that can step up at any given time. Um I'm I'm taking Seton Hall in this bracket. I to be honest I probably took Wolford in three out of the four brackets I picked. Um this one I just got Seton Hall. I am just so sold on Seton Hall. I'm just so big on Seton Hall. I don't, I I really? I am a lot of the time and and especially this year. I I've got I got to I got to see them play a couple times and I don't know. I don't know. It just I just I like their guards. I like I don't know. That Seton Hall just Miles always Powell intrigues is a, me. Is yeah. a scoring machine, 23 a night. Yeah, it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. But Wolford's got that uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, Fletcher Wolford? McGee. McGee, McGee, M-A-G-E-E, McGee. I really enjoy watching that dude. He's putting up like 20 a game or something like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be fun. Those two will probably be pinned up against each other a lot during the during the game. So to see the to see those two go at each other be fun. But I'm taking Seton Hall, so are you. So sorry, Wolford. Yep. Um, they are, man, Wofford is, is – they put up a ton of points and they'll hold you to about 65. Um it's going to be interesting, you know that that is if they if they get red hot shooting from the outside, uh, they could I mean they could win a they could beat win that game by fifteen points, or Seton Hall they could do the same thing. Sixteen of the last eighteen points in their in their conference tournament, mm-hmm. like they sixteen of the last eighteen points of the game were scored by Wolford. Yeah, so they can put points up quick and fast and uh, scary, but I'm still going Seton Hall. So am I. Kentucky, Abilene, Christian, Kentucky, no question about it, right? Yep, I don't think that's a that's a question. So then 
That brings us to Seton Hall, Kentucky. Okay, Seton Hall, Kentucky. Who you got? Uh, well, you mentioned it before. Seton Hall did beat Kentucky uh, earlier in the year. Now, they're different teams now, especially Kentucky. Kentucky's definitely a different team now Kentucky than they were is a way better team. Kentucky is a way better team, just like all Coach Cal. Coach Cal. C-A-L, not with Coach it, with K. With a K. Well, K-A-L. Coach Cal, all Coach Cal's teams <laughs> do seem to get better. At the end of the year, this team is no different. And I've said it before on this podcast. And multiple times to other people, I truly believe this is the best defensive team uh, Calipari's had since he's been at Kentucky. And you put you put Calipari in with a really good defensive team. This is a very scary team, the way they're playing together at the end of the year. I really enjoy it. Um, uh, Reed Travis is back, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, he's got plenty of rest now, I think. I think they're ready to go and, and make a huge run in this tournament. I agree with everything you said. I picked Kentucky in that game. Iowa State, Houston. I'm. This is so hard for me. It's so hard for me. As big uh, on gotta, Houston as I am, you're a big Iowa State fan. What's that? You're a big Iowa State fan. I, I well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't see them play a lot this year, but I, you know, I did. You know, I read up a little bit and everything, and I did get to see Houston play a couple of times, especially at the end of the year here. Um, and, and it's, uh, you know, Houston, I'm, I'm, I'm sold on Houston. I mean, I really like that team, but Iowa state, I don't know. They just, they played. So let, let me ask you a question. Let mm-hmm. me ask you a question. Uh, where do you put the big 12 in terms of strength of conference? Probably maybe third or fourth. And they were fifth in their conference, right? Right, but they had wins against some good teams, and they played nine games against top twenty-five teams, and they were six and three in those games. So I mean, they can play with they can they really can play with anybody, I think. Um, And they're gonna have to play. They're gonna have to be as good as they were against some of those better opponents that they beat when they when they do play Houston, Um, because Houston's the real deal, I think. I mean, I Houston was. Houston played also three and one against top 25 teams this year. Yes. Yes. So they, they, you know, they both played enough, you know, Iowa state played more, but they both played enough games to, to have a good gauge about whether they can really play with the best team in the country. And they both can. Um, But Mm -hmm. Houston, I think is just a little bit more complete. So uh, I did take Houston in this game. I did as well. I think this Houston team is the real deal. Um, uh, What, what uh, Calvin Sampson has done down there. I mean, I know the guy gets in trouble everywhere he goes. He hasn't gotten in trouble yet, but the guy can coach basketball mm-hmm. and he's got these guys good. They got another good recruiting class coming in too, so they're they're not going anywhere. Hey, UC's got their hands full for a while, looks like. Yes, no doubt. Um no okay, doubt. Auburn Kansas. All right, this is fun for me because mm-hmm. I think Kansas is a phenomenally talented team. There's something about this team, though. They're up and down, and they're coming in against an, elect- an, an electric uh, Auburn team that's hotter than a firecracker right now. I'm taking Auburn. This Kansas team is really hard to gauge. It's the first year in, like, whatever it was, 15, 16 years that they did not win the Big 12. Win um, or share. Right. Or share. Right. right. Um, they're missing three of their three players that were uh, pretty key players early on yep. for them for various reasons. So it's, it's really strange injury and suspensions and stuff like that. Um, so it, every year they 
they kill me in the tournament because they're it's Kansas and of course they're gonna get they're gonna play in the Elite Eight at least and and then they end up losing in the first or second round and uh and my my bracket's a mess. Now this year it feels different. It feels almost the opposite. I think people are gonna underestimate them now because they are missing some guys and they didn't have quite that that same level of success in the regular season that they normally do. Um so for me I feel like that intrigues me to or that that prompts me to feel like they're going to go on a run now you know so um they did have the the toughest schedule they played the toughest schedule in the country this year and they went 25 and 9 which isn't bad if you consider playing that good schedule yeah exactly um so you know they played a ton of they played 11 games they won 8 of 11 games against top 25 teams um they they can score uh, they're okay defensively. They're actually pretty decent defensively when they want to be. Um, but they're not. Nothing really jumps out at you as far as how great they are. But they are going to always recruit really good talent and good enough to be able to get by with some of those missing some of those guys and still have guys good enough to play with just about anybody else in the country. So, um, but this Auburn team, like we talked about before, red hot right now. Um, and in a lot of cases, I picked Kansas in this game. In this one, I went ahead and went with Auburn, riding the riding the hot streak. All right, so we took the same, we did the same thing. Yep. All right. How about UNC Washington? Um, and I had UNC Utah State. I don't think it matters either way. Definitely have Carolina in this one. I'm the same way. So there you go. All right. So from there, what do you want? Do you want mascots or do you want to guess the state the team is in? I. <laughs> I think I'll be, be I think I'm generally better at states, but I know you're going to I I kind of have an idea now who you're going to ask me about and I'm probably sure, not yeah. going to get those. Let's go mascots again. We're going mascots. All right, so we're going to start off with the number 16 seed, the Iona uh the Iona iodized salt. Okay. So it's one of those teams that it, that does not end in the plural. Anymore. You obviously have given up on this. No, I think it's iodized salt. <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure it's iodized. It might be running or fighting iodized salt. So here's the deal. This is the second Gales in the tournament. It's the Iona Gales. Oh, yep. What is a Gale? It's a lady's name. So I thought. All right. So it'd just be something to be just your fourth grade. Your fourth grade teacher is both Iona and St. Mary's mascot. <laughs> um, all right. So. Northeastern. North, it's the Northeastern Directionals. Huskies. Oh, Huskies. Yeah, that's all yeah, right. Right. How about Wolford? You've been watching a lot of Wolford here lately. Um, what do you think about them? Yep, they are the Wolves, not the Wolves, the Wolford Wolves. I've been told when I say Wolford that it sounds like there's an L in it, yeah. and I'm throwing an L where it shouldn't be. I don't know why I do that or why it comes out that way. It just does. I definitely, yeah. I I definitely say Wofford, but I've heard other people say it the way you say it, so I might be I, might not be wrong. I don't know what my deal is, but uh, they are the Wolford Terriers. Oh, that's close. They're both yeah. dog types. They are types. All right. Okay. Last but not Abilene least, Eveline Christian. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are the. Um, <laughs> The Abilene Christian Saints. Oh, the Wildcats. Ah, almost the same thing there, too. 
Yeah. All right. So let's do this. Let's go through our final four. We got okay. uh, we got some time, right? We, 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 we're only an hour into this thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's only let's midnight. Who cares about yeah. that? Oh, geez. It's midnight. I'm right, just kidding. No, no, that. no. No, we're definitely doing this. All right. All right. Final four. Okay. I have Duke and Gonzaga. And I have. I just got. I just got an ESPN alert while we're doing this. John Calipari tweeted, "He has no plans to leave Kentucky amid interest from you." Never mind. It said plan is to retire at UK. I read that wrong. Sorry. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, you thought these were his last games. Exactly. It's a good thing I put. Out. It's a good thing I put Kentucky in the Final Four then. Oh, hey, as did I. Who do you have them playing? I have them playing Virginia. You have them playing Virginia. I have them playing another SEC uh, foe, um, a repeat of the SEC of the of what I thought was the SEC actual tournament champion, which was Tennessee versus Kentucky, mm-hmm. the semifinal of that of that tournament. And then, who do you have on the in the uh, with the East and the West? I have Duke and Gonzaga there. I, I as well. Okay. Duke, Gonzaga, Tennessee, Kentucky. So the only difference we have in the Final Four is Virginia. Yep. And I was very right. tempted. I'll be honest. I I did put uh, Tennessee in there in one of the brackets I had. I'm trying to stick with Virginia because I'm I'm tempted to you know ha- have them get you know I don't know. There's just something about them, partially because of last year and I think really the last few years when I thought mm-hmm. they were going to be a lot better in the tournament and 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 make a much further run than they did. If they don't, if they don't make a run. This coach is going to go down as one of those guys who just can't coach in the in the in the tournament. You know, there are mm-hmm. people that get reps like that, and it'll be that'll be what it is. Yeah. So, all right. So, who's your who's your uh, championship and winner? I'm doing uh, Duke and Virginia. Uh, nice. So this is where the big points will come for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I'm Gonzaga, Kentucky. Imagine, uh, uh, imagine uh, two ACC teams in my uh, championship game. It surprises me more than anything in the world that you would have two ACC teams. Duke and Virginia, and then I have uh, the Duke. I'm going to say they're probably the uh, fighting, um, fighting, I don't know, the the fighting uh, elephants, probably. Who are we talking about? Duke, Duke University. Oh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what the uh what what the dukies are so i think it's the i think it's the duke elephants uh, i thought they were saints or something like that it might be the saints it might at seton go. i think though i uh, i mean two te- two schools can't have the same mascot i don't think so sure. you're um, right. you're right. seton saints elder panthers duke blue devils oh that's what that's it oh that's, that's you're right you're blue right devils. i knew i was gonna think of it once you said it you all right real quick before we before we uh, go any further I need you to tell me where Wolford is located. Uh, that, yes, they are in. Uh, they are in Arkansas. Uh, I'm showing that they're in South Carolina. Once again, I got these off some shady website, so <laughs> I don't know. Probably could have just went to the school's website, but I didn't do it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know where you got. I mean, anybody can put anything on. Uh, What's the one? The Wikipedia. That's so. right. So real quick, before we uh, before we end this or do any whatever you want to do next, I will have a question for Joey Schmidt. Who is your final four and winner of the national championship? Hold on. Let him enter the room uh, uh, now that he has uh, seen. I hear him. I hear him. 
All right, so I have no idea what I'm doing, but <laughs> I have Michigan State, Gonzaga, Houston, and Virginia. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's wow. a real – no, that's a real thing. Yeah. All of those that's teams are bad. definitely Final Four teams. I kind of I pick – They're all ones and twos, right? I mean, it's not like you're going out on any kind of limb. Uh, and I have Houston as the champion. Oh, Houston's the three. Wow, you took Houston oh. to win the whole thing. Yep, big, yep, yep. Big, I'm dangerous. Uh, big Air Force American Athletic Conference uh, uh, fan over here. Air Force American Athletic Conference. Where does Air Force come in? If you go to the AAC's website, it says that it is the Air Force American Athletic Conference. What? I, and it was, Air Force was all over everything during the conference tournament. Wow. I I mean, I really – I feel like a, I'm a detail-oriented person in general, but, boy, did I miss that. I got you, dog. That's oh, no. Doing. Well, was it you – know, so it was sponsored? It was sponsored oh, by – 100% that. it was sponsored. Oh, I thought – the name of it. Okay. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. I thought uh, you were saying it's I, somehow now, Air Force is the, the – way it was – it came up was always Air Force Athle- American Athletic Conference and I'll, tournament, and I was like, that's it. I'm calling it that from now on. It's the AFAAC. <laughs> okay, I do I do recall that now, now that you say that. There you go. Okay. Um, I think that wraps it up for this week. Now, next week we will – we will talk about the Sweet 16. Now, we'll have the, the actual winners of the games then. So, I guess based on that, we will we all have already filled out our entire brackets to go against each other, correct? So, correct. Um, so, but we will go – we will pick the next two rounds next week from the actual winners. Is that right? What, what are we betting on this? What are we betting on our – I've lost every bet in the Nosebleed Sports Podcast history. I feel good about what I'm doing here. <laughs> what? What are we doing? Well, you delegated that responsibility to Joe at the beginning of this uh, podcast. Now, I don't know if he has come up with anything, and I would say he probably didn't if he's anything like me um, because my brain is filled with all kinds of weird stuff, and it's I just can't stay on task about stuff like that. But well, while, what, he, while he comes in from the other room and we give him time to come in uh, and think about exactly what – that would be i want to say mad props to you for having the studio at your your house today and you dressing up a little bit long sleeve tee underneath the polo shirt man looking really good today oh that's that's a that's a a given i'm a big long sleeve under a short sleeve type of guy you're just a long sleeve shirt guy this is a guy who plays basketball in a 400 degrees gym (laughs) in a long sleeve t-shirt not a lot but i have I have, and we, boy, when we played down at Holy Family, the the smallest, oldest gym in the history of the world, uh, and cool. we played it in the cool. we played when in the middle started. of the winter. Oh, when it, it, it and it was like five degrees outside. It was cold when it started. It was freezing. I was freezing the whole time. I'm never not cold anyway. Uh, I walk. I walk three steps, and I'm sweating. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Chubb over here. He's got, I got problems. <laughs> Nick Chubb. All right. Um, Okay, so what are we what are we doing here now? Joey's now here. Joe Joey's has here. entered the room. And by the way, thank you for uh, for the the compliment about having the studio set up in my house. That goes one hundred percent to Joe. He, I mean, he made sure everything was working correctly and was all hooked up. Um, so anyway, big but props, producer Joe. As as he joins us, our our 
bet on you know what happens to the loser or what the loser has to do or eat or say or or wear or drink or whatever what's it going to be this is for the for the whole tournament yes yes if chris loses he has to he has to buy a vinnie the microwave johnson shirt Oh. And wear it on the podcast and look into the camera and apologize to Vinny Johnson for the disrespect. <laughs> uh, if Adam loses, he has to drink a large iced coffee. Oh, no. And um, I like uh, that. That's uh, those aren't equal. So I have to think of something else Adam has to do. What? Uh, on top They're not of equal that, because uh, it's no, I'm good. much I'm worse good. for me. We're good. We're good. We're good. I could. I, I would definitely rather watch Adam drink something. All I gotta do is wear a T-shirt and apologize to his guy. Here's the thing, I'll buy the T-shirt because I want to have the T-shirt to wear after you're done with it on the podcast. So I'll buy the T-shirt. You just have to wear a medium T-shirt on the podcast. Even better, I'll wear it with my American flag speedo. Well, then you can keep the T-shirt if you're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> if it's touching a speedo, e. I don't know. I don't know how I always end up talking about the Speedo on this podcast. I apologize for getting that graphic. What what episode was that? Do you remember? Uh, I, I don't. I don't. It's uh, if you go on if you go on to SoundCloud, uh, it's pinned uh, at the top of our profile track list with uh, with a few other of, of our best uh, most listened to podcasts. Uh, because it is. It's one of our best. And you stood, you stood for the entire podcast so that I would, I would be eye level. Don't, don't go to SoundCloud to listen to it. You need to go to YouTube to watch it. <laughs> boy, oh boy, do you ever. Um, okay, Chris, thank you for taking time out of your vacation. I mean, you're working on your vacation right no now. No problem, man. It's, it's a pleasure. This is my favorite show that we do, the NCAA uh, first weekend preview show. I enjoy it more than anything in the world. I didn't want to miss it. So thank you for uh, taking the time to get everything together at your place and, uh, and, and, and keep this thing rolling with me on the phone. I really appreciate it. Hey, we'll and be you as well. We'll be back in the rum dum next week. Um, and we'll be, uh, we'll be ready to go with some more tournament stuff and definitely some, uh, major league baseball preview stuff. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited about next week. Me as well. Uh, would you like to do the honors? Don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>